Welcome to the Web3 Writers Hour, the place where blockchain and writing intersect with writers and readers. The Web3 Writers Hour is brought to you by Vagabond Magazine and published on Apple Podcasts through the Substack app. You can find all the episodes on Apple Podcasts or at vagabond, V-A-G-O-B-O-N-D dot substack dot com. Our theme music is composed by the amazingly talented Paolo Argento and brought to us courtesy of Pixabay. You can find the link in the show notes. Well, GM, GM, you guys, the Web3 Writers Hour is in effect. I am C.D. Demisio. I'm joined here by Cryptoversal Books, uh, my friend who knows Web3 literature. Also by our friend Riona Morgan, who... Uh, you know, what doesn't Riona know, honestly? Uh, she knows love. She knows how to make you happy. That's it. So everything you could want in a co-host friend and, yeah, editor-in-chief, I can also say. And here we are at the Web3 Writers Hour. I think we're going to be joined by our George Odd Writings. Not sure if, uh, you know, uh, Edward Carpenter is going to be making it to join us this week. We haven't heard from him yet. But it is that season, so maybe it's going to be a little bit hard to get everybody wrangled together. But but who knows? These things are always a surprise. One of the one of the most attended Web Three Writers Hours that we had, I think, was one that I thought nobody would come to. So here we are, Cryptoversal Books. How's it going, man? Uh, it's going great. CD. I've been working on uh, the American Justice Project. I, I had an idea for a sort of a, a tie-in flash book, and I'm um, excited about it and going off on that. And uh, that's that's uh, it's been consuming a little bit of my time, but I'm having a lot of fun with it. Sounds pretty awesome, actually. Um, you'll tell us more about it, I hope. Rihanna Morgan, how are you? Ooh, looks like my voice is going. Hi, hi, hi. I am fine. I still have my little bit of a cold that's lingering, lingering. And I'm so excited that we're here today. This is so wonderful. Thank you so much. You are, of course, always welcome. Um, Odd Writings, we've got you here up on the stage with us. How are you doing today, George? I'm doing all right. Uh, I, I was thinking that, you know, when uh, Riona and I were at the... Uh, the celebrate the, the celebration thing for T2 or whatever, watching as the lottery was running and all this kind of stuff. Um, and after after the after the fact, uh, I was thinking that you know that would have been a it was kind of a lost opportunity because we could have mentioned Web3 Writers Hour because everybody on T2 is by definition a Web3 writer. <laughs> that would have been pretty good to it would have been a good plug, but I don't know it just kind of escaped me. But uh, oh well. Uh, other than that, I'm I'm doing fine, even though that's not a, a negative thing. <laughs> hey, so you you hit it. So let's dive into that. So the Web Three Writers Hour, the Web Three Writers Union, did well. Uh, for those who don't know, the the T two is an amazing uh, platform that allows you to publish, and your your stuff is on chain. and And they ran a contest called Friends Who Write, and we created a team, the Web Three Writers Union. And a bunch of us, six of us, participated in that, and we we did okay. But I don't know anything about it. I've been completely off grid for the past, uh, you know, couple couple weeks almost. And so all this stuff happened. Like we we participated in the entire month of November, and I left on the 29th of November. And so what has happened here? Who wants to tell me? 
Well, I can, I can jump in and say that, um, like George said, that it would have been a wonderful opportunity to plug Web3 Writers Hour. I feel so bad that I didn't do that. Um, but maybe we'll have an opportunity to put together some sort of invitation and, and have that be something that T2 puts out there for us or something. We'll, we'll figure something out. Um, anyway, and so, yes, George and I did attend the award ceremony as invited. And um, there was a whole bunch of people that the first award they gave away was the um, impact award is what it's called. And they went through and told us who the, the, the top five of the top 10 were, or the, the last five of the top 10 and gave the points, like the reading points that everybody had accumulated. Each team had accumulated, um, for the month, meaning how many people jumped in and read their stuff and how many things did they read and, you know, all of these things, whatever their, whatever their calculations were. Um, and then they got to where they were going to announce who had, um, the most impact and it was us. We had the most impact. We had the most reading points and, and we, um, all of us had, all posted every single for every single week. And so that was super exciting. And, um, I think we had between all of us, 994 points. And so that's just so great. So, so great. And if my, if I remember correctly, odd writings, please jump in and say, um, Mariana, your math is off again all the time, but maybe I remember correctly. <laughs> No, I think no, that's that's correct. It was somewhere somewhere in that range, um, and they kind of implied that it was it was a uh, you know we were kind of way ahead of. Well, I don't know. I I, actually, I wonder if they I wonder if they published anywhere the the list the whole list. But they I got the impression that they were implying that we were kind of like far and away the the head of the reading thing. And I, I if you take a look at the the reading points for uh, Dylan stuff. The, the stuff he's got on there, he's got like a ton load of reading points. I think we can almost like hand it to him, you know, <laughs> for, for this. Although obviously it's all, a, you know, it's all an accumulated thing. Um, but yeah, they did. They, so we won that. And, and, um, and then later on, they had this uh, sort of a lottery thing where they were going to pick from like, if, and, and, and so that the, the, the lottery was from the 20, the 20 teams that all, uh, you know, the consistency prize, right? They, they, instead of, instead of picking, instead of for them picking one team that they thought was the most consistent, they figured, well, everyone was consistent. These, all 20 of these teams were consistent. So we'll do like this lottery thing and there'll be a random picking. And the one that randomly wins, uh, I believe is the one that wins the trip. And, uh, and so Descent, uh, a group called Descent, they, they, they won the trip, uh, and so then I went back and I, I went into the, the Twitter, the, like the history of, uh, of uh, some of their tweets, uh, the T2 tweets. And there's one in there where they say the top, the, the three prizes for, uh, for, for uh, impact. And the top impact prize was 1500 Now, unless they've changed that, that tells me that that's what we won. And at this point, they're kind of figuring out, well, 
what are the tax implications behind this? Let's, you know, what are we doing here? And I'm assuming that at some point we'll get an email uh, saying, okay, how do we, how are we going to transfer this money over? You guys are going to split it or what, what, what's going to happen? Yeah, that's super interesting. I mean, um, yeah, so the, the top prize, the trip was what, 2,500 bucks? Is that right? Yeah, something like that. I think that's right, 2,500. So when I started looking at that anyway, I was like, we're so distributed across the globe. Um, I don't know how we would all plan a trip together for 2,500 bucks. But uh, that raises the question, if if we did, in fact, win $1,500 between six of us, um, what that that's like 230 bucks, something like that each. What, um, how should we consider spending that? I mean, should we spend it as a group? Should we like, you know, should we put it all into the web three writers hour? Uh, should we, you know, pick a good charity and donate it to like, and by the way, I have invited Dylan and Edward here. I wish they were, they were both here. Has anybody heard from Dylan? He's been strangely quiet on my radar. He mentioned something about having to look for another job. So I don't know if that's uh, related or not. Yeah, I think that was even before I went away for, for 10 days. So maybe I'll give him a call, reach out to him after this and, and see uh, what's going on. Hopefully hopefully he's okay and his family's okay and, and everything else. I know there's been some challenges there. So let's, uh, let's all send some love his way. Even if it's not a challenging time for him, it wouldn't hurt to send a little love to T. Dylan Daniel and everything that he does. Um, also Edward Carpenter, I'm not sure what he's doing, but it is getting to be that time of the year where it's going to be harder and harder to, um, to reach out. But do you guys have thoughts? What should, what do you, what are your, and we're not going to decide today, obviously, because everybody's not here and, and, but what are your thoughts of some things that we might do with $1,500 if in fact we did win 1500 I know I'd love to see it go to something creative, uh, and maybe a collaborative project we could all do that would you know that we could we could fund with it that that uh instead of kicking money into it we would we would be starting with a pool um but that's an idea i mean we could distribute it as you know a cash and it would be a nice check um but i would i would love to have it be a group project personally yeah it would be it would be nice if it was a group project and at the same time, we structure it in, in such a way such that the Web3 Writers Hour gets more members. You know, it's like use, use it to sort of populate uh, our group here with more, with more literary people messing around with Web3. Uh, both of those ideas like are fun and the, and the fusion of them, you know, like what if we were to do like a Web3 Writers Hour anthology and use the money for that or, um, you know, to, to seed that, or I don't know, there's, there's so much that we could do, you know, like I said, $230 each isn't going to do much in terms of a trip or an Airbnb or anything like that, but it would be neat to support this and also to have a group project where we all, you know, sort of get to participate and seed in. Evie, I'm sorry, you've gone before we even got a chance to talk to you, but hello and goodbye. We love you. We miss you so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing here in my slightly sick, uh, slightly sick voice, but um, like not sick in, in either of the, the other terms, just <coughs> that one. 
Yeah, I, it, it's always hard for me to tell if it's somebody that was, uh, you know, connecting and then started to have connection issues and then is trying to reconnect, or if somebody, or if it's somebody that was just kind of poking their head in here. It's like, uh, I don't know what this is. I'm leaving. We <laughs> so, either one of the two. Well, she poked in right as we were talking about how to spend $1,500 that we're not positive that we have. So I can understand how that wouldn't be so particularly interesting to uh, to a newcomer to the Web3 Writers Hour. But if you're listening to this, the Web3 Writers Hour on podcast or on Spotify or anything else, this is a weekly conversation among writers. We have kind of a core group of, of people who come here, but everyone is welcome. If you are, participate in the Web3 space, if you're a writer, if you're an aspiring writer, if you're a reader, if you're just someone who's interested in, you know, how Web3 and writing might work together, this is the place for you. You can bring all of your questions. We've got people who are experienced on the ground, actually have been involved in this from the beginning. And we've, we've got a great, loving core group of people that want other writers to succeed. So if that's what you're looking for, this is the right place for you. And Evie, Hopefully you'll come back and listen to that and we'll be glad to have you on anytime. We'll even let you have some mic time. Anybody can come up on the stage and join us because this is a conversation. It's not a, a discourse directed at you. So maybe we should talk about some other Web3 writing things then. Uh, Cryptoversal Books, you brought up a couple of things right at the top of the hour that sounded pretty fascinating to me. You want to tell, tell us a little bit more about that? So I, this is something that I'm excited about and interested in, and I don't know if anyone else would ever care about, but um, in terms of, and I don't want to get, you know, it's not political, but it's political adjacent in that um, the, the American Justice Project is focused on all these court cases that are involving Donald Trump, just to help people try to keep track of them all, because there are so many. Uh, one in particular is the civil fraud case in New York. And uh, on summary judgment, uh, it was determined that, yes, there is persistent fraud and we don't need to, to go into that at trial. So uh, a lot of the media coverage just sort of glossed over the details of the fraud. What, what exactly was the fraud over this 10 to 11 year period? Um, digging into that... <laughs> Uh, there's there's basically 16 different types of fraud, and I'm stringing it into sort of a story, um, and and introducing a character and making it sort of a, a how-to based on if you if you as a, as an individual perpetrated 16 different types of fraud, um, what, what would that what would that do for you? How how could how could uh, how could you enhance your own personal uh, statements of wealth, <laughs> and so it's it's uh, in the, in the inspired by true events. Uh, it's the story of Rob uh, Yellowstone, uh, who is or claims to be um, worth uh, several eons worth of wealth, based on, just solely on sixteen different types of fraud found in this in this trial proceeding. <laughs> And uh, it's 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 going to be a cool story. It sounds really cool, actually. Um, like I'd love to, um, I'd love to watch it. I'd love to read it. Speaking of reading, um, a few weeks ago on the Web Three Writers Hour, we discussed 
all picking up a copy of Snow Crash by Neil Stevenson and maybe having a, a feature where we talk about that. I was away, but my copy of Snow Crash has arrived because I wanted to read it in physical book form. So I ordered one. If you guys have not gotten one yet, um, you should find a copy of Snow Crash and, and we should do this. I think it's something that we can probably, you know, dive into in the new year. But, um, you know, has anybody else gotten their copy or do you have a copy or are you interested in doing this? The Web3 Writers Hour Literary Review Board, something like that. I'm definitely interested in doing it, and I do not have my copy yet. I ordered it um, a, a while back, and it hasn't arrived yet. But yes, I'm in. I'm I'm interested. Yeah, it sounds like a good idea to me. This is the first I've heard of it, so I think this may have been one of the one of the Web Three Writers Hour episodes I missed because I missed a I missed a few here and there. Uh, so uh, that sounds cool, and, and it you know I've heard of the book obviously because uh, the historical you know, impact of or significance. I know there is a term and, you know, I think that's what was even right of verse or what, one of, one of the, one of the terms was defined in there. Uh, but uh, yeah, I've heard about it and I've never read it. So yeah, I'll, I'll look into uh, purchasing that and, uh, and then maybe we can do something, uh, something along those review lines. Super cool. Um, what else has been happening in the past couple of weeks in the uh, in the Web3 literary world, you guys? It's a slow time of the year. I understand that. Like, there's a lot happening in the crypto space. Uh, there's, as usual, not much happening in the NFT space, but a lot happening in the NFT space. And, uh, oh, there's T. Dylan Daniel. Awesome. So we've got him in the house so we can bring him up and get him on the stage, too. But what else has been happening while I was gone? And I'm going to send that invite to T. Dylan. Well, I can jump in a little bit and talk about what I've got going because it sort of mirrors what Odd Writings is doing. And I really want Odd Writings to talk about what he's doing. And so I'm always looking for ways to bridge um, the gap between traditional publishing and Web3 publishing. And I really am loving utilizing Scent as the Web3 landing place for um, visual NFTs, and they even have a way that I can link um, the merchandise that the Whitney Morgan Media has in their store um, to be um, a physical product and also receive an NFT in the same thing. And so that's really that's really what I've been working on. I have a new book coming soon, celebrating Yule, of course, in my celebrating celebrate series and um but i really want um odd writings to jump in and talk about what he's been doing with his project too because it's very it's very has a has a similarity and and of course it has some wonderful uniqueness that comes with um odd writings and his approach to things and so i really want him to talk about that well thanks rihanna <laughs> so uh <laughs> So I, I know I know most of you most of y'all already are familiar with some of this, but but uh, so yeah, I think it's a good idea to uh, you know blend Web two and Web three because I think that's we got to get normal authors to realize that that NFTs are not you know the boogeyman that's going to like destroy everything. Uh, and so my 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 latest book that went that went live on Amazon uh, this last uh, Friday, uh, Murder by Locomotive. I had you know the idea was that. I would have 75 NFTs, like art, art NFTs, and, and each of the 75 NFTs would be generated by three words, 
from this really long palindrome, word unit palindrome poem that I wrote. Uh, and so then, you know, it, it, the, the, the poem itself would be in an NFT, but I would also have the book. And so the, the, po the poem would be in the book and then the 75 images would illustrate the book in sections of three words at a time. So it's kind of an experimental thing. Um, and, uh, and so my idea was to have links to the NFTs connected with the images so that if people, you know, saw the, the images and they're like, oh, that's cool, you know, then they could, you know, go down the route of the NFTs. But it turns out that uh, Amazon doesn't like links to NFT marketplaces. And so they told me to take those out. So, uh, so I do have a page in there that links to my, my personal page, uh, which is okay. And that personal page allows people to link to the NFTs or whatever. But I thought of a much better idea for the next book because what I'm what, basically each book that I write, I'm following the same pattern, but I'm changing things as I go for every book to try to make it better. So for this next one, it's I already have the I have the poem written. It's it's again it's an, a big word with unit pond poem. It's called my my cat breaks into vowels. But the the, the way it's going to be different, and I think it'll be done. Like I think I can get the book out by April second. It would have been April first, but <laughs> April Fool's Day. I didn't want people to think it was just a joke, so I, I said it as April April second. Uh, the, the one thing I'm going to change is uh, I, I I got an email from Substack, and I have a Substack account that I've done hardly anything with. And the, the email was about how on Substack they've greatly uh, improved the way to put videos on there. Uh, they've greatly smoothed it over and all this kind of stuff. And I've made videos before, and so I thought, okay, here's what I can do. Uh, instead of making one NFT generated using Night Cafe from three word from each set of three words in the poem, I'm going to generate three NFTs, and one NFT is going to evolve in the second one because you can do that on Night Cafe, and the third one or one NFT will evolve from the first one, and this and the third one will evolve from the second one, right? And then I can make a little animation using shortcuts that I've done before where you can blend the images together. And, and so that kind of like, well, you, you can see the image change as it evolves, right? So that'll be my little animation. And then in the book beneath, uh, I still have to figure that, figure out if this will fit, but uh, in the book, uh, you know, beneath the uh, each image, which corresponds to each of the set of three words, there'll be a little link along with the QR code that says animate me and it'll take me and it'll take the, the user to my Substack. And on that Substack, then they'll see the animation and there I'll put something about NFTs on there so people don't freak out about it. And so that'll be a, a strategy I have because I figure people, you know, they generally like animations and that doesn't seem to scare anybody. So, so uh, that might be a better way of connecting the two. Uh, and, uh, and I'm also messing with the QR codes. I need a way of checking that because I don't have a, I, I stubbornly don't have a cell phone, so I need I need somehow to verify that this a cell phone can actually scan these things <laughs> correctly according to the size that I'm making. But uh, that's basically what I'm doing. And then also for each book, I'm trying to add one more blockchain that I cover. So I, I so I had I had versions of these NFTs on Base, uh, Polygon, and Tezos. And so I'm going to continue to support the three, but I'm also adding Solana. So I, yesterday I started playing around with Solana to see if I could figure out why, how that goes. But, but yeah, the, the general purpose, I mean, one of the main purposes of the book, besides getting my poetry out there and trying to make it interesting, 
is to bridge the gap between Web 2 and Web 3. And also, the other thing I'm going to change, I know that I'm talking a lot at this point, but the other thing I'm going to change is now that we did the T2 stuff with the T2 uh, contest, I realized that that etymology uh, essay that I wrote, which actually went over pretty well, uh, I'm thinking that I'm going to add like six essays or seven essays of etymologies of words that I'm using in the poem. And that can help people see the double meanings that I've got in the poem. And it'll also make the book bigger, which which will allow me to actually have a spine where you can read the, <laughs> the title of the book. Because that's one thing that bothers me about the, the soft cover books is like if they're if they're too skinny, they don't put your title on there. So it's kind of I don't know. Anyways, that's that's a rundown of what I'm what uh, my strategy is at this point. George, that's super, super inspiring. I, I can't believe how much you're doing. And I love the tool set that you're working with. Um, I've got to check out some of those other tools. Maybe you can send me the one that you said you used to make animations because I'm, in, I'm really enjoying using Night Cafe. I love using Scent. I think we all do. Um, Scent has just emerged, for me anyway, as like this almost, almost perfect combination of Linktree an nft creator and a micro blogging platform like it's all sort of mixed into one and it just really works so well like um i've I've been experimenting with putting some audio on there and stuff like that it's it's really cool but george you're taking it to the whole next level i wanted you to clarify something for me though so did the amazon take out links to your scent pages or just links to the major nft marketplaces just to the the major nft marketplaces I, I want to say that I put somebody's uh, there's a support a supporter page I have on there, and I want to say that I that in the previous book I, or the or the first one which was just to us, I want to say I put somebody's sent page on there, and they were fine with that. They did they didn't consider it to be a a uh, you know a, a, an issue. I think what what they're afraid of is is they don't want people to be going you know to their competitors basically, which is why I didn't understand why they didn't want they didn't want the NFT marketplaces because. I don't consider an NFT marketplace to be a competitor of Amazon or Apple or anybody, and, you know, at this point anyways. Uh, so, yeah, that's so. Yep. That's that. Super cool. I just want to give a shout out to uh, Robert Lewis and Amy Uzunian. I think I've said that correct. Uh, you guys, welcome to the Web3 Writers Hour. This is a conversation always. So if you guys want to get up on the stage, just raise your hands. We'll pull you up on the stage. This is a conversation where writers and readers and people involved in Web3 and people involved in writing, where all that stuff merges and it's pretty free form. So don't be intimidated. If you have something to share, just come on up uh, and you are welcome. And that also goes for you, uh, Leon, who came and went, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, um, let's see. I did want to say something else, but I completely forgot what it was uh, on that moment. Oh, wait, there's Leon's back. Let's I'll quickly follow that person, which I always recommend that you guys just follow the people in this space. These are people who are involved in books, writing, and Web3, and you're rarely going to find anyone that you don't want to follow. And if you don't want to follow them, no worries. It's always easy to to unfollow. Um, All right. So we've talked about some – oh, I know what I wanted to say. T. Dylan Daniel, you're here. We're so glad to have you here, man. Uh, We were wondering what happened to you. We hadn't heard from you for a while. If you are able – why don't you come up and uh, you're a speaker already, but unmute yourself and say hello. Tell us what's been going on in T. Dylan Daniels' world. What up, y'all? Um, man, it's been pretty crazy. I haven't had a lot of time to run my mouth lately. 
Um, I've, I've been watching the charts and uh, trading some crypto tokens on osmosis. And finally, that's a thing again, which is wild. Um, but I guess beyond that, I've been also working to get accepted to Texas Tech for a PhD program. We'll see. I've got probably a couple more weeks to until they make some kind of decision on that. And and then if uh, if it all works out, I guess I'll be studying neuroscience for a few years and getting the uh, final degree while we continue to build on PageDAO and, you know, see this crypto space uh, grow up and unfold and expand ever more mighty. How was the uh, how how is the series on um, uh, uh, well shoot I'm drawing a blank the the one that you the one that you did on uh, on what used to be uh, <laughs> man I can't think of anything you know what I'm talking about the, the thing that the thing that I added I added a little essay to your thing and you had a whole series of six books on there how how is that how is that going well, uh, Worldview Ethics is still kicking. Uh, worldviewethics.cent.co is where people can go scope those essays out. Um, it, it's been kind of wild uh, to see just how far we got with that um, in 2023 here. Um, and I'm kind of sitting here in December all of a sudden and being like, wait a second. You know, we, we've done, uh, you know, 10, 10 essays in addition to the six that we did with Quest of Evolution. Uh, but we have no progress on the book yet. <laughs> so so uh, I've, I, th I think I've, I've met one of my goals that I didn't realize that I had met. And I, I still have a few more book reviews coming out, a few more things that I think will be uh, helpful for people to be acquainted with before they read the actual book, which, I don't know, maybe December 2024 now. <laughs> uh, but we'll figure something out. You know, there's, there's a lot going on. Um, worst case, I end up pushing this off until I, I get my PhD in neuroscience and, and kind of like develop that perspective just as much as I can to, uh, to write the best book that I can. Cause I, I think philosophy is one of these, uh, one of these genres where you're taking part in a conversation that's been going on for like 3000 years or something. And it's probably going to go on another 3000. So it's like, if you're going to contribute to it, you really want to, uh, you know, take the time and, and, you know, put your best foot forward and, uh, and do the best job that you can getting the, the hard ideas out there. So that's kind of where we're at with that. Um, probably kind of a long winded response, but thanks so much for supporting that project. And, uh, you know, honestly, it's, it's one of these things kind of like page that where, you know, yes, uh, things have kind of cooled off a little bit, you know, but we're still building in the background and, uh, and the future is bright because crypto doesn't forget. <laughs> that's like a that's a great bumper sticker. Crypto doesn't forget. Um, yeah, I would like to see that one on somebody's like you know, keep on trucking van or something. <laughs> so um, I I mentioned this yesterday on Vagabond Magazine. Good morning, um, the BMGM show. So I've I've come across I've came up with this idea that I'm going to implement sometime soon where I've, I've collected physical books for a long time and I have too many. I don't own a home. I always thought I would own a home by this point and have a library. I could put those books in, but I'm just so tired of moving them around. And I live in Hawaii where books get degraded. So rather than keeping them tightly packed in the boxes where I have them, it's, it's occurred to me that my vagabond library, which is what it is. It's like, books associated with Vagabond, like, you know, dating from the 1800s up until the present time. Uh, what I'm 
thinking to do with them is I'm going to take a, a quality photo of the book in some sense. I haven't figured out quite how yet. And then I'm going to publish an NFT with the, with the information about the book on there. You know, the author, the publication, the date, the condition, the things like that. Each of the books I've always, I, I've always felt like it's important to write your name in books when you, when you own them, even, even rare books. And some people would probably hate me for that, but I think that it, it allows provenance and that provenance has always been so important in physical books to me. Like who held this, who read this, who owned this, who loved this. Um, and so I love it when I buy a book and it has someone's name written in it or it has a book plate in it. So I've done a couple of things with the books that in my library, I've one written my name. And I also have a Vagabond uh, travel media stamp from way back in the day when I first started Vagabond, uh, I was Vagabond travel media. And so I have this like corporate stamp, you know, like those kind that like, you, you know, the, the press down stamp and it, it in, embosses. So I, I have that and I've done that in all of the books that I have with Vagabond travel media. So they're all stamped that way. So it gives them a, a unique provenance. So anyway, I'm going to take this picture. I'm going to put the details. I'm going to create two NFTs on scent, one that I'll keep for myself so that I always have a copy of the book and the other, which I'll sell. And the, the purchaser of that second NFT of the physical book, I will actually ship the physical book to so that they own it themselves. So then they have the provenance of it. They have everything and it's, it becomes sort of a thing in this case. And maybe it's a thing that won't ever be, you know, like a, except a tiny niche, but it seems to me like a pretty neat way to share a physical library in a web three environment. And at the same time to sort of like, decrease my liability for carrying heavy boxes of books around with me wherever I might go. Um, <laughs> so that's what I've been thinking, like an interesting way to bridge web one and web two and web three all into and, and pre-web um, all into one sort of like cohesive package. So that's, that's one of the projects I have going on. Hey, look, I see Kishi and Biddler uh, are both here and you guys you guys have been coming into this space for a long time. You've never come up on the stage, but I love seeing your icons here. And I'm just so glad that you guys have joined us today. So I'm going to answer that request and let you up. Oh, that's Amy. Okay. So CD, I think that's a, that's a great idea about the, about the book. It's like a, it's like a one man bookstore, you know? And, and also I totally love and share your, your thing about having old books that people have written in. To me, that gives them like much more value. And even though in the in the sort of real world, <laughs> the, the non-digital world, it's it's like it decreases the value because like, oh no, it's not in pristine condition. But man, I love it when books are used and there's stuff you find in there. Um, so yeah, I think that's awesome that you put your that you put a little thing in there. And if, if you sell these as NFTs, you know, be sure to put a little something there to connect things to Vagabond magazine and just scribe it in there in that old book and then <laughs> you'll add to the history. Thanks, George. Yeah, I love it when things are in the books too. Um, like, you know, people that press leaves and flowers and things like that. I try to always respect those things as a part of the book itself. Um, I do want to say hi, Amy. Uh, welcome up to the stage. We're so glad to have you here. Hey, hi. Hello, everyone. Um, yeah, I'm glad that that I found this space, and thank you, Bagamond, for um, inviting me <clears throat> up uh, to be a part of the conversation. Um, yeah, I uh, 
I actually was trying to have like a book club on on uh, X Spaces to talk about books that I'm you know interested in reading and like and that I find interesting that I wanted to have conversations with people on. Um, but I could never you know like I, I would get people to come to the space who hadn't read the book, um, and and, uh, and um, you know, and, and, and while it's, you know, it's fun to like, just have conversations, like I, you know, I've kind of wanted to have more conversations about writing or about like what books we've read. Um, I, you know, I, I, I find it a little bit sad that people, you know, with, with all the accessibility that we have uh, with like audible and stuff that still like people don't really um, like absorb books as much as they used to, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I completely hear you. Um, well, I, I think you were here for the part that we talked about. We're going to be doing a small little book club section here in the Web3 Writers Hour. Um, we're starting with Snow Crash sometime right after the first of the year. And we would love to have you be a part of it. In fact, and Web3 Writers Hour is we're just a group of people who came together through this space and through the Web3 space. So you're a part of us now. So if you want to take the lead, if you want to like suggest a book, if you whatever, you make this your space. It's yours as much as it's ours. And we're just really glad to have you here. I know coming up on the stage can be a little weird at, at first, but uh, you'll get used to it. And we're glad to have your voice am among us. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not that, that shy about coming up and saying hello. Uh, <laughs> um, maybe when, when it's a group of people that I'm not. Uh, as familiar with, it might seem that way, but I've had some experience with like being in uh, these spaces, these audio spaces. Um, yeah, I'd love to be a part of uh, any book club discussion. Um, and like, I'll, I'll uh, you know, take a look at what, what you're, what you guys are reading right now and see if it's something that I want to read for like, you know, to be a part of the group that you're going to be doing, um, you know, January. Um, but yeah, I, I actually, I've been, um, since 2019, I've been working on a novel, like a fiction novel. Um, and I had like some really good solid drafts, uh, like in 2020, but it's something I want to look back at and see if maybe I can make some alterations and, um, and changes to it. It's, it's kind of, um, it's, I, I guess what I would call like a, um, like a, a surreal, a surreal is kind of a metaphysical, um, uh, book or, or story, uh, and it kind of, it's based on, on real, like, like real life experiences that we have, but I sort of, uh, fictionalize, um, uh, the, the, you know, the, the events. Um, and I've been thinking that I need to go back and revisit the manuscript. Um, cause I, I hadn't sent it out to any, well, I tried to send it out to some publishers and I really don't know, like that whole, uh, um, business very well. So I was like, well, I'm just gonna like enjoy writing this, I guess. And, um, not worry so much about getting it to like an agent or a, a publisher or anything like that. Um, but so far it's, uh, like, um, so far it's about like anywhere from 300 to 400 
pages. Um, and uh, I don't know, I guess it was just like a really fun thing for to, to write. I think I think Riona knows a whole bunch about the publishing industry. Not to put her on the spot or anything. Hello, Amy. I'm Brianna Morgan. It's so wonderful to meet you. I'm so excited that you're here, and I'm so excited uh, to hear about the project that you've been working on. And congratulations, first off, on that 300, 400 page book that you have written, that is huge. And, and being able to put in that much time and that much effort and, and that is no easy feat. And so congratulations so much on that. And, um, yeah, yes, I can definitely be of service. I can definitely be of help if you're interested in traditional publishing, publishing in web three, we can, you know, get together, you can send me a DM and we can set up a conversation if you're interested in moving forward with that. I am owner of um, Whitney Morgan Publishing. It's a publishing company that bridges the gap between traditional publishing in the traditional sense, like what we're all familiar with, where it does publish um, print books and ebooks and audible books and things like that. But then it also allows for Web3 publishing, Web3 NFTs, digital collectibles. And so the, the sky's the limit really with, with whatever it is you want to do. And it's kind of a build your own publishing adventure um, with Whitney Morgan Publishing as your partner. So it's completely up to you. And if you would like to have a conversation with me, please feel free to um, send me a DM and we can talk about it. So thank you. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. And that's, you know, oh, I, I absolutely love the idea of um, having like web three uh, components to the publishing of like the, you know, the book. Um, yeah. Because it's like, um, you know, we, you know, we, we used to really, I mean, I, I, th I think people still do get excited about their favorite authors or favorite like uh, books or genres and stuff like that. And they get into like collecting things that are associated with that kind of thing. I mean, you know, it would be, it'd be really fun and interesting to see that in, you know, in areas of publishing outside of, um, the cult kind of classics, right? Like, like cult kind of followings of books, you know, like uh, one that comes to my mind is like, uh, you know, Harry Potter, right? Like there's all these kinds of things that are connected to the series, but not necessarily like the actual books, you know, that people can really connect with. Um, so I really love that, that, that idea that you're, you're, um, that you're using, you know, Web3 components with that. Um, yeah, and I think that it would be very cool because um, in this in this book, well, all right, so the, the book is called Reckless Women. And, um, and, uh, I, and it's basically, uh, the, the su summary of it is, uh, you know, is, is four women come together to, I, uh, well, the plan is that they're they're supposed to uh, assassinate the president, right? Um, and of course, you know, like like this is not what what is actually going to happen. But 
um, because there is like a ma- magical kind of um, aspect to to the book. And and what I should say is that this was written um, like I, I before uh, Trump was president, and then you know written more when he was. Um, and it, you know, like, like the, like the whole book, point of the book isn't, you know, like an assassination or anything like that. It's, um, it's more the story of like the people, you know, who are, um, living in this very like sci-fi, you know, in like a, in a reality that is kind of a metaphysical kind of reality or like, or a very surreal kind of reality. Right. Um, and so, like, you know, some of the things that I had thought could happen moving into the future, it might seem a little bit uh, extreme, right? But, like, um, but it's, you know, just sort of uh, based on on the things that we're already experiencing and then, like, kind of uh, adding another layer of surrealism on top of it, you know, if that makes sense. Um, but... Uh, one of the things that I had done was, um, you know, I, I had a friend who uh, who d- had done some illustrations for The New Yorker, and he did some, like, uh, kind of surreal political kind of uh, um, cartoons that I had as, like, uh, you know, way to break, to have sections, like there are four sections to the book. And so he had done, done some like, um, some kind of surreal looking cartoonish illustrations. So like, I already have like the art component, you know, um, like as part of the manuscript and, and, you know, the, the thing was, is that, um, some, some publishers that saw the manuscript, they liked, the uh, artistic component to it and some of them like didn't like it at all and they wanted me to take it out so I think that it it, it could be very interesting to work with you like on it and you know I I know it can be uh, off-putting to like you know have that as being the the summary of the book you know like like um like oh four women come together uh, to, I mean, I don't know if it's maybe less, it's, it's less like, uh, you know, assassination, assassination. It's more like a, they, um, overturning the government kind of thing, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I got to jump in here, Amy. I love it. I love it. I just want to tell you, like, I love like the title reckless women. And I love the premise of four women come together to, uh, overturn the government or assassinate the president, however you like. And, you know, and chaos ensues like in, in ways that no one expected. Like it really sounds like something that would be so fun to read or watch or yeah, even, you know, participate in if, if that ended up that being sort of like, you know, immersive. Oh God. Yeah. You know what that, like, that's an exciting thing to think about. Like, like VR or AR, uh, you know, experience books. Oh my gosh. That's something that, really would um be interesting you know to like uh maybe experience the book wow yeah I hadn't I hadn't even thought about that ever before thank you so much for saying that (laughs) you're so welcome and by the way I should tell you uh the reason why cd g monk is so quiet is because that's me uh vagabond magazine we use this uh to host to host our spaces but sometimes it'll be me using the the vm um account and sometimes it's Riona, sometimes it's other people. So I'm actually CD 
and it's very nice to meet you and to have you here. And um, and this is why we love each other because we all come together and we bounce ideas off of each other and new things that none of us ever would have thought about if we hadn't have all come together and merge. But I see George, you had your hand patiently up, so go right ahead. Yeah, speaking of uh, VR, that reminds me on on the uh, on uh, the the uh, I I write poetry books, Amy. And, uh, and, and, uh, what I, and I have the NFTs that go along with the poetry book and, and something I've done in the past was I made VR galleries that had the images that correspond to what's in the book. Um, and I went to spatial yesterday. Did something happen to spatial? Because my stuff is gone <laughs> from spatial. Now it's not like I can't recreate it. But like I went, I, I it looked a little different. It's like a, they they tilted toward gaming now, and it's like they deleted a bunch of old accounts or something because I haven't been on spatial in quite a while. So uh, yeah, fill me in on uh, on anything that's that's going on there because uh, I have I I have a room on spatial and now that's gone, but I still have on cyber and uh, so yeah. Anybody know about that? And Amy, I guess you can you with since your hand is up, you can uh, you can go ahead and speak. I, yeah, I don't know anything about what you were just talking about, um, but uh, I wanted to say, um, George, I really love, uh, you know, like that you're, you're making NFTs to go with your poetry. I also, um, before I got into writing any fiction, I was mostly into writing poetry and like, you know, I, um, writing short form of anything, um, or, or even long po poems. But, um, uh, what I was going to say was that I, I, sometime last year, I knew this, uh, woman who was on, uh, X when it was Twitter. Um, and she, her name was Amy also, and she was, uh, doing these, um, virtual galleries that were called, uh, it, it was, it was on, based on banned books. So it was like uh, um, the name of what she was doing is like banned books, uh, NFT gallery. And like um, if you paid an entry fee, then you could go in to this uh, VR um, gallery of NFTs that were based on banned books. Um, uh, so, I mean, I don't know if anybody here had ever heard of that. I don't know if she does it anymore. I'm betting that she probably doesn't because um, you know, I haven't seen like too much activity, uh, around like, uh, that, you know, around what she's been, what she was doing, but I'll, I'll, I'll check in and see if she's doing any more of that, uh, now. Cause like, it's been a while since I've seen her do anything on, on this platform actually. So I'm not quite sure if she still is. Well, I want to jump in and say I, I love all of these ideas. They're all amazing. I love the VR piece. I love um, the idea of experiencing a book. And we've talked about that a lot as um, members of here with Vagabond Magazine or Vagabond Media and a lot with Paige Dow, with T. Dell and Daniel and Cryptoversal Books. And, and so this there's a whole world here, Amy, that I'm so happy that you are part of and excited about because... There's so many things going on here and, and so welcome, welcome and welcome. Um, and we're so happy that you're bringing your vision and your excitement with you. 
And I love the premise of your book. It sounds amazing. And so I can't wait to, I can't wait to dive in and talk more with you about it. And so that sounds wonderful. And George, Odd Writings, I was just looking, I thought, oh, spatial. Paige Dow has this amazing space on spatial. And I just jumped into it and it's there and it's fine. So I don't know. I don't know about the spatial piece. So yeeks, I don't know. Maybe it's one of these things where I broke the rules and they didn't they didn't tell me or you know <laughs> I had I had some I had some issues with Facebook way back when before I got into NFTs and I was and I just had the the ebooks that I was selling and I wanted to sell I, I wanted to use Facebook advertising to uh, to try to sell some of them and uh, you know it, it everything was fine for like a year and a half and then they sent me a thing saying you know oh hey you you've broken the terms of service over 50 times so we're going to take away your advertising guys like oh thank you for telling me and, and please tell me what what rule have i broken and and they they just sent back a canned response i mean it was actually it was kind of funny in a way uh you know and uh, i was thinking of, of maybe writing an essay about that and, and uh you know kind of uh making it into something but uh I don't know if I will or not. It, it's it's a lot of work. It's one of the things that I, I really grew to hate about Web Two, George. Is is that aspect? Like, um, you know, back in the vagabond travel media days, I was I was travel blogging. I had I was running like fifty different um, travel sites, and I was using Google AdWords and and Google Ads. Um, wait, what ad? What's what's the one that used to pay you? Um, I don't know if it's there, but any anyway. I was getting paid by Google a significant amount of money and, you know, I had it set to a threshold where it would actually reach that threshold and then they would actually pay out the money. And at one point, Google was like, you violated our terms of service and we are, you know, withholding, sending you your like huge payout that you've been holding on our site because you violated the terms of service. And it just broke my heart. It sort of broke my spirit in terms of like travel blogging and travel media and all that but that's, I, I appealed, I tried to find out what the situation had been, what they had done, and they never ever would tell me exactly what it was, the same as your situation. And I feel like that's one of the big, big problems of, of these walled garden web two behemoths is the fact that they're not accountable to little guys like us. You know, it's like a big corporation coming in and like mowing down a town and not having to explain to the town why they are, you know, knocking down the schools and, and, you know, doing something else because they, they got to build an Amazon fulfillment warehouse or something. That's a little bit of a weird ramble, probably not a very good one, but yeah, th this is part of the reason why we love web three, why we love the idea of being part of the um, conversation in the projects that we take part in, in the businesses that we participate with. And I hope that spatial George works out, for you um like i would bet that being a web3 property that if you reach out to them that they will actually tell you what happened and what went on with it but of course sometimes in these projects new things are happening and it takes a lot of a lot of time and energy to to get things across and they have to respond to lots of users so it might take some time but i bet spatial is gonna gonna help you out on that just a guess please keep us updated yeah, we'll do. It's not. It's not the end of the world if 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 I if I lost my little spatial room though, because I've done a lot more stuff on on cyber, and I guess I better check and make sure he's still up. 
All right. So a quick technical note that I want to throw out here. Uh, so next week we will do uh, Vagabond VMGM. We'll do that Monday at the usual time. We'll also do Web3 Writers Hour at the usual time. And I think the following weeks we are going to probably take a break. So um, I just want to see the temperature in the room on that. Like, I think, let's see. So Christmas happens on the Monday when we would have VMGM. So I think that's a no-go for sure. The day after Christmas, that would be this one. Let's no-go for that. Uh, and I'm wondering if we should also no-go the, the weeks following Christmas and, you know, following the day after Christmas too. What do you guys think? I would, I would agree with that. Uh, it's easy for me to agree with that though, because I know I won't be able to attend it. Even if you do, even if you don't, I'll be, I'll be in San Antonio with the, taking care of the parents. I think I, I understand you correctly, CD, that we will take off. We'll be together January 18th and 19th, but then we'll take off the 25th and the 26th, and then possibly the 1st and the 2nd, and then meet up again January 8th and 9th. Is that correct? That's correct, except you said January 18th and 19th, but oh. um, December 18th and 19th. Oh. I just want to make sure for anybody that's listening that, that yeah, so we'd be back yes. next week, the 18th and 19th, but then off for the two weeks following. Cryptoversal, how's that sound to you? That sounds good to me. Yeah, taking taking a little bit of break is is uh, at this time of year <laughs> probably what people were planning to do anyway. Hey, it's Alan Taylor. Hey, Alan. Let's see. We got just a few minutes, but I invited Alan up on the stage. Let's see if we can get a hello from our old friend, author Alan Taylor. So, real quick, uh, maybe Alan can't make it up. Uh, Anything that anyone would like to suggest for next week that we bring to the table to talk about or to start the conversation off here? T. Dylan, Daniel, any any thoughts, any projects that you're looking at, anything that, um, that you'd like to, us to spend some time with next week? Uh, mostly working on technology stuff. Oddly enough, um, it, it looks like uh, because we have the page token as IBC because of uh, Gravity Bridge, it looks like now we can just use it for the basis for our DAO DAO. Uh, so we'll have on-chain governance if this works. Um, and I'm also looking at an Astroport uh, liquidity pool uh, to potentially, you know, just, just set page up in the IBC environment and, uh, you know, kind of give the page DAO token access to new markets and new markets access to page and just kind of grow the footprint of the DAO a little bit that way. Uh, but yeah, yeah, mostly, mostly just trading, just, uh, kind of being involved in the markets and seeing the things that are happening and, you know, uh, living it up with the, the bull market vibes all of a sudden. Well, Hey, next week, if you can commit to be here, maybe we could, uh, we could dedicate a significant portion to talk about page Dow and a, sort of a, um, if you want to make it a page Dow town hall kind of thing too, and invite page Dow members, that would be fine. I mean, because web three writers and page Dow, that's how most of us met in the first place. So if you can make it next week, let's, why don't we consider doing that? Yeah, we can certainly consider it. Um, the thing is, I'm going to actually probably be at the day job at this time next week. Uh, we, we moved the, the, the event back an hour. And so the, re the reason I'm always missing is because, um, anyway, it's in the, the work day now. Understood. Uh, real quickly, Alan, we did get you up on the stage. How are you? It's been a while. We caught us right at the tail end, but we're always glad to have you here. And um, and Dylan, yeah, I think we did move it back an hour. My time zone, it's the same 
time, but I think that for everybody else, that means that you, you've moved it back an hour. Amy, I see your hand. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to quickly ask if um, uh, if anyone in this space um, or the, anybody who uh, might know someone who does have like any knowledge on um, on you know uh, augmented reality, like it, like AR, um, you know, used uh, you know in in um, to illustrate, I guess, like uh, uh, books and experiences like that. You know, if there's anyone who works in the AR space, I'd be interested in like in hearing a little bit more about that and learning more about that. Um, Mostly because I like I'm going to be taking on a project next year um, that will deal with with um, I kind of being able to utilize like a space you know an environment to be um, an AR experience because um, I got some funding to do um, like a, a a little bit of a project in a small like uh, uh, mining town. So like there's a small mining town um, called Miami, Arizona, like uh, it's called Miami. And I um, got some funding to do like um, some projects in this like small mining town. Um, and I wanted to learn a little bit more about AR uh, because I want to get a little bit more funding to do an AR project, like uh, fully do do the project in uh, in Miami, Arizona, because um, I, I live in in, uh, in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay, so if anybody does have any expertise on that, reach out to Amy. By the way, while we're here, if you're here um, on the space while we're live, which happens on X, used to be Twitter, I call it shitter. Um, so anyway. Uh, if you're here, make sure you follow everybody that's in the space. And if you have some expertise in AR, VR, so that kind of thing, reach out to Amy and let her know what you, what you know. Um, Brianna Morgan, I want to check in with you before we go. You and Cryptoversal Books. And just uh, this will be it for me. I'm just going to say I hope everybody has a great next week. And I'll see you next Monday on BMGM or one week from today same time same place right here uh, Riona and Cryptoversal why don't you guys close us out before we go well happy holidays to everyone Merry Christmas Happy Hanukkah Happy Kwanzaa uh, Happy every other solstice celebration and um, way that you celebrate keeping the light on a little bit a little bit more in the dark times that's beautiful, and I'm going to definitely echo that and um, jump in and say blessed you all, everyone. And I think I'm going to pass the mic back to CD so that we can end in our traditional fashion with our aloha, yes? Oh, my God. I almost completely forgot about that, Leona. Thank you so much. Like, this is the Web3 Writers Hour. So... For those who don't know, uh, I live here in Hawaii, and in Hawaii we have a beautiful word called aloha. Aloha means it's, it, it covers breath, it covers love, it means uh, the romantic love, it means hello, it means goodbye, it means non-romantic love. All of the seven different types of love, of course, are encompassed in it. And so when we say aloha, we're saying we breathe the same air, we are one, we are connected, and we should all love each other. So we like to close out the Web3 Writers Hour by just everybody that's on the stage open up your mic and at the count of three we'll all just say aloha send it out to the world so one two three
Hello. 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 Hello.